This is the Coaching Uncovered podcast with me, your host, Emily Hodge, where I cover or uncover some of the biggest coaching industry questions that many of us are asking so that we can get underneath what makes coaching work and where it might even go wrong for individuals and as an industry to help its reputation and worth grow well into the 22nd century to have even more impact. I hope you enjoy the series. In this episode of Coaching Uncovered podcast, I'm going to share with you the very delicate balance of sharing your own personal information so that you connect and resonate with your audience and your clients versus oversharing, getting a vulnerability hangover and feeling like you're completely overexposed online and it's forever written down in your history. How do you know what's right, what's too much, what people want to hear? Let's get into it. I've been working online for a number of years and I've been coaching for longer than that and I have been building up an audience for nearly a decade and in that time a lot in my own personal life has changed, a lot has happened and I have also shifted my audience a few times. So I've learned a few things about sharing my own story and my experiences that have helped me understand when feels like the right level of information um, and when it doesn't and also how you then use what you know about what you want to share about yourself to your advantage not to manipulate your audience but so that you know that you're connecting with them you're enjoying it they're enjoying listening and hearing from you and it feels in flow but in order to get to that place I've got it wrong quite a few times and you may not have known that I got it wrong I just knew that I got it wrong because internally it felt too much or it felt like it wasn't quite the right thing to be sharing at the right time or it felt like I overthought the process of it or definitely the afterthought so let's look at that today. I'm going to start with going into some definitions and then I'm going to talk about who our clients are and what we want them to hear in general and from us. And then I'm going to talk about what your focus is in your coaching business, in your business in general, so that you know what parts of your life people might want to hear about. And I will also talk about your needs and your ability to support yourself. First of all, The title of this podcast is How to Share the Right Level of Personal Information. So what's right anyway? I could say, well, right is whatever we feel is right. And that would be an obvious answer. But it may not be quite the best one because you're probably sitting there thinking, how do I know what's right? What, how you know what's right is going by experience of what you've seen other people do. So what you most resonate with and how other people share information about themselves that you enjoy receiving. The reason that's important for how you then share it for your clients is because you're going to enjoy sharing in a way that you have also enjoyed receiving. So take a look at three to five people whose personal situations you know about who probably also run a business that you follow and that you take an interest in what they say outside of their business what it is they're saying and how they're saying it is it that they're saying it in images in words in audio is it not the medium but it's the way they phrase things is it their ability to reflect or their ability to share completely honestly and unashamedly is it something about their tone? Is it 
anything else that you notice. You're probably aware that you enjoy listening, watching, reading those people because you also feel like that's the way you want to do it. So the best thing we can do is take examples of what we enjoy because you're more likely to replicate that with far more ease than you are to think I should be doing it in a certain way. I should be sharing my backstory every five posts on Instagram or else people won't resonate with me. That can feel quite clinical which may not be right. It may be more of a, I want to share my personal situation when it feels right. It's not about, I will do it at a certain date and time. It's, and it needs to be inspired and it needs to be in a way that I've seen other people do it that feels good, positive, easier, safe as well. So take a look at how other people do it that feels real to you and take a notice of how they do it so that you can learn some processes or techniques from them on sharing your own story. Second part of today, I'm going to just ask you to think about what you know your audience wants to hear. So this is a very typical question around who our ideal client is and the pains that they have and what they want to hear. But I want you to go deeper than that. It's not just they need to hear that they can get out of a belief that they're stuck or they need to hear that they can make more money. It's it's more detailed and nuanced than that. It's they need to know that they can take an action and that it might lead them to more money, but it also makes them feel good and that they are in a place where they're in the right situation and confident to take that action. I mean, that's a very specific example. And it's really one of my own client examples. But you can see how it's not just the end point is more money. It's so many nuanced parts of that. So how could anything I've been through, how could a situation I've experienced help them with that? And that's how you can start to then frame anything that you've been through. I will say what I find sometimes, it's not annoying. It's, um, I guess it is that feeling of being contrived of feeling like somebody might be sharing something personal in order to sell a program or in order to let's get loads of followers from this and it's really personal this situation it is not something you can say is right or wrong or it's easy to notice it's a very personal feeling of I just like or like less that share and I like or like less how it's linked to something somebody's doing Um, it's very personal so it's not a dig at anyone in particular it's more of a that doesn't suit me and you get to decide that too you get to say I don't like how that's done and it probably won't work for me either because I don't like how it's done so I don't like how it feels so I probably won't like how I produce it so your client wants to hear something that they really resonate with and recently I've also noticed something that even when I've become more clear in my content and how I use any personal situation to relate it to my audience, often clients will say, you absolutely were in my head. Like, how did you know what I was thinking? And it really isn't anything more than you're able to understand their thoughts and feelings so much, maybe because you've been through them too, but also you can frame them in a way that makes them feel confident that you've heard them. So that's where this balance of sharing personal information to resonate with people versus too much oversharing, which might be too much detail. It might be too much that you are in the moment of an issue that you're experiencing and you haven't had time to reflect on it enough. And you're not able to articulate it in a way that resonates with somebody else. So think about how you would like to hear information that really resonates for you 
and how you can use that in your own personal story and how your client will also want to hear that. The third part of this is looking at what your focus of your business is. If the focus of your business is, let's say, mindset coaching, you will probably want to think about any personal story that is able to be related to mindset so that your clients understand they follow you for mindset advice, guidance, support, coaching. Therefore, anything you're thinking, you can relate to mindset too. Likewise, if you're talking about money, it's probably very helpful that you can share some stuff about your money. However, this is also where mindset and money, they're two very sensitive topics for people and they might be for you too. You have probably gotten over some blocks and beliefs about your own mindset or your own money in order to be doing the work you're doing. And how far you go into sharing the backstory of your mindset or the backstory of your money behaviors or situation is really up to you. What I don't want is the blanket is advice about this is often share as much as you can because it helps people resonate with you. There are so many caveats to that. You have to share what you feel safe in sharing. You have to share what you feel ready to share. You have to share only where you know that you feel confident that if this is out in the open, it's something you can also reflect on positively. I'm going to tell you that this is hard, that last bit, because we might hold ourselves back from sharing something that's quite personal because we're worried what people might think. Is it too much? Have I cleared it with my friends or my partner or someone else that might be involved? And we don't know how it's going to feel until it's out there. And it can go one of two ways. It could be that it feels so good to release it into the world and it doesn't matter the reception it gets, but it feels so good that we feel positive. It's off our chest or, you know, it's it's shared with our audience. Possibly we've gotten it off our chest way before that as well with a therapist or anyone else, but it's shared with our audience. And so it feels positive. And as a bonus, people commented, they liked it, they resonated, they found you, they told you their story, they feel that you know them and that they can trust you. That's the added bonus. The other side of it is we don't know how we're going to feel. We post or share or write or, you know, talk about something and it feels so icky afterwards. And even if there are positive comments, even if there is a lovely reception, we can't get out of our mind that it's an overshare. And so we don't know that until it's it's done. And this is where it's really tough because you almost have to experiment like the different times of when you share something, the different level of detail of when you share something, the different reception you might get. Although, of course, ideally, we wouldn't worry about external validation, but we do. We love having feedback. So you get to decide the level of information, but you often don't know how it's going to feel until it's out there. You also then obviously have usually have control about how long it stays out there you could delete that post you could delete that podcast episode you could change bits of the story to help yourself with some of the detail if you need to not fake it clearly but change detail but only you will know that once it's there so this is why the story of you know how to share your personal information to connect with your clients isn't linear it's not a step-by-step guide it's a try this bit out see how it feels try that bit out see what happens try the next bit out see if it works and that's what I love about this work is it's never quite an answer it's enough for you to be experimenting with the right level of personal information the fourth part I want to share is what your need is in sharing any personal information and I don't think this is talked about enough. In the past I have felt rightly or wrongly that certain vulnerable communities 
use platforms to share their personal stuff when they're not ready to. And the reason I'm judging that, because I am, is because they often make sounds that they're not ready to. They'll say, this doesn't feel right to share it. And then they've reported that they didn't feel right. So that's the only reason I'm making the judgment. I think that a lot of the time we can feel like, especially in social media world, in online world, I should share this because it, it will help other people. But what about you? Will it actually help you? Will it be useful for you? And the problem is we can go the other way, which is I would like to share this so I can help myself. Like when people say I'm sharing my story so it might help someone else, I think we have to be really careful whether they are, I don't want to distrust them, but whether they are saying that so it helps other people or whether it is just to help themselves. And that's where we as content creators, if we think we're about to do that, you've really got to check yourself out, which is do I actually need to get help with this thing first? Do I need to be more distanced from the thing that's happening in my personal situation or my personal life in order to be able to share this and help other people. One of the the red flags for me is when somebody's just gotten over a crisis and they want to then help other people through it and they're using energy that they could be focusing internally to support themselves, to be getting therapy, to be talking to friends, but they're actually, you know, using it externally to um, almost deflect from themselves. That can sound really mean, I think, but we have to be really careful that it's not being deflected in a dangerous, emotionally particularly dangerous way. So ask yourself, am I sharing this personal information to help me or to help others or to help both? There doesn't have to to be a wrong or a right answer to that but you do need to know the balance and if it's mostly to help yourself that doesn't have to be wrong either but just check out what you want to get from it and also whether you do need to get some support for something that might be really vulnerable that you haven't gotten help with yet and if you're doing this as most of you will be who are listening to this to run a business to a level of success to have an income ask yourself if this is the right information to be sharing right now that would lead to ultimately something you'd like to have happen in your business which is either a lead an inquiry or more money for example will this be helpful and do you want to know that you got that lead just because you overshared or felt you overshared And just coming back to what I said earlier, no one can really say that you've overshared. That's not my judgment to make. It's not your audience's judgment to make. They will make it, but ultimately only you can decide if you felt like you've overshared. Only you can decide if you feel someone else has overshared. It is so personal. There'll be things that you also resonate with now that you didn't six months ago that feel like it's great now. But six months ago, if you read that in the same person in the same way, you would have thought that was an overshare. So part of this, as well as moving on to the next part of the podcast which is around checking out whether you need to loosen up because there's all very well oversharing or feel like you're doing something that's vulnerable but are you holding loads of stuff back that would be very helpful to both yourself and your clients but particularly your clients and your audience that you could be sharing the last thing anyone wants or needs especially now around the pandemic time, but also in the last few years, is almost sort of blandness. Nobody really wants to see blandness. And I'm not saying make yourself bigger and fake in order to be interesting, but what makes you you is your story, is who you have been and who you are and what got you to where you are. So I would love you to review where you feel like you're not expressing yourself enough and where you feel like there is this constant story that I want to be sharing that I don't 
I haven't yet. And of course, there's some beliefs around that. And of course, there's readiness for sharing. But are you really holding back so much that it's making you bland and it's making you this like a person that you aren't? You're very different online to who you are in person. That's often how you can tell where you're going to resonate with someone as well. You might meet someone online and then meet them in person and they might be quite different. I've had that quite a few times and I just think, wow, I didn't get the impression of you like that at all. And that might be where somebody is just either changing themselves and changing their voice or just not fully expressing themselves. And I'll share a little bit about my story. A lot of people will know this. I've had cancer 10 years ago had infertility, lost pregnancies, then most recently had a baby through surrogacy. That's a lot of personal stuff in the last decade. Uh, It's meant a lot of adjustment, a lot of change in my mind, in my body, in, you know, my future. And I went through a long period for about two, three years of not sharing any of that online other than with friends. And then I managed to get to a place where I felt also where I was distanced enough from certainly the cancer and the initial recovery that I could start talking about that. I certainly didn't talk about the fertility stuff um, for a long time. And then I got to a place where it felt like that was appropriate for me. Again, no right or wrong, but just for me. And then I got to a place where I felt like I wanted to talk about our surrogacy journey. You could say, what's that got to do with your business? And what's that got to do with your coaching practice? Well, I talk a lot about authenticity and alignment, and I wouldn't be able to do the work I do without sharing parts of my personal life. There's plenty I don't share. There's plenty I don't say. There's plenty I probably never will. That has also happened. But sharing the story of surrogacy and infertility might in some people's books be way more detailed than they can handle and way more like personal than they would want to know. But I've usually and more often than not where I felt really comfortable to and felt like it would benefit others as well as myself, not just me, and where I felt like it hasn't always been related to business either, but it has certainly been around my brand, which is around being kind and compassionate to yourself and being real, being as real as you can be. So I'm also not saying I've ever got it right or wrong. That's other, that's my judgment to make, but it's also another person's judgment to make and your judgment is not my judgment um, to worry about. So for my own personal situation, I've experimented with what feels right, what's not yet ready to be talked about, what feels completely irrelevant and I don't want to share anyway, and what feels highly relevant but I wouldn't share yet or what feels highly relevant and I'm totally ready to share. The irony is I probably could tell you, for example, on Instagram that my most liked posts are the baby and my situation, you know, with going over to Canada. You know, they're not masterclass posts or sales posts. And you can probably tell why, because people want to know the real you. I think other like very liked posts are where I've shared what I've stopped doing, what I failed at, what I didn't enjoy. Uh, so that tells me as well. That's great feedback. Tells me people want to know real stuff. And that's my brand. So that really works for me. I'm not saying you have to do exactly the same, but I do want you to check out what your brand is, what your overarching values are for your business and how you want to align that to how you share what is personal to you. So I hope that's been useful today. Just to reflect, it's understanding what's the right level anyway. There is no right or wrong. It's understanding what you know your audience wants to hear, but going a level or two or three behind that as well, the nuanced version, the detail that they need to understand that they click with 
And if you use anything personal to you that resonates with them, that matches that in a really specific way, not the bland, boring stories. What's the focus of your business um, and how does it relate to them particularly? What your needs are in sharing anything, how soon or far away from any event happening in your personal life it is. And also your willingness to experiment with sharing what feels right and what doesn't and your level of releasing judgment for yourself and certainly for others as well in running your coaching business happily profitably and sustainably have a great day thanks for listening to this episode of coaching uncovered podcast with me your host emily hodge to find more episodes find me over on instagram at gentle underscore life underscore mindful underscore business where i share each episode as they're launched and hear your comments too you can find the podcast on itunes and acast also have a great day